Welcome back, y'all, to episode 47 of the Zachary Wingate Podcast, where we go 365 days, bringing you a podcast every day to journey, to understand what happens when you put yourself and do commit to something once a year. So sit back, relax, and listen, and enjoy the podcast. A day in the life of one Zachary Wingate. Today's date is the 22nd of September, 2022. And today, I want to give you an overview of a day in the life. So, starting today, um, I woke up at 4 a.m. as a result of my dog waking me up, needing to go to the bathroom. And for whatever reason, this always happens, and I have to take her out. It's like Natalie never wakes up, and my dog never wakes up Natalie. It's like a weird, we're kind of in a weird world where those things happen. Okay, so wake up at 4 a.m., walk her down, take her to go to the bathroom. Then, what I do is I lay in bed and think about how I need to work out. But right now, for whatever reason, my phone isn't working. So my phone doesn't have any GPS on it, even though I'm paying for it. I'm calling Verizon. So whenever you don't have any GPS in another country, it's really tough to remember where to go. But what you can do is like have Wi-Fi where you take the GPS, find the location and go from there. So I am currently in Quito and my gym for CrossFit is located in Tumbaco. It's about 25 minute drive, which isn't too bad. You know, anything outside of 25 minutes, I think would be crazy. So what I did, so I laid in bed for a while and then it was about 530 and I was like, you know what? I'm going to go work out that way I can get it in and get it done. So I put the address in and I head out on my way. But when I start driving, as soon as I start driving, it's like I go on the wrong road and this road, it it was more complex than what I thought, because then I'm following the map. No, I have no internet, so it's just the downloaded copy of the map. And I'm driving through um, the road, and, and it's like 5.30 in the morning, and I have no idea where I am. And I found the highway, and then I'm looking, and as I drive over the bridge, I'm like, oh, that's the highway. And I thought I could circle back around like in America... And maybe get on the road, maybe like as an underpass, but it was a one way. So I got trapped in the city. So this little city, everything was one way and I couldn't go back. So I'm like driving around at night. It's like 530 in the morning trying to find a road, looking at my phone, just trying to go work out. And I can tell you I went down a bunch of little side roads a ton of dead ends. I had these dogs chasing me. And um, like it took me forever to find it. But then what I realized is that there's a bus that runs for Tubanco, Tumbaco, which is the town of my gym. And eventually I saw it. And what I had to do is start following the route of the bus and asking people how to get to Tumbaco. And, you know, it was just, it was a lot. I was driving through roads trying to determine where I was. And then, oh, when I saw the freaking thing that said, um, 
Chewbacca. I was like, shit, we made it. So I drove down, went to the gym, told Coach Carlos about it. He laughed, did my CrossFit workout, then I had to drive all the way back for the first time to Quito, which is a city of 2 million people. And luckily, I was able to find my way back. Um, my wife helped me, and I got home, like, by 8 o'clock. And then, you know, I did some work. And then we were going to get a quick breakfast. And we went to this restaurant, because I had two calls today. And we went to this restaurant. And I shit you not, it took an hour and 15 minutes to get us breakfast food. In a restaurant where there was only, like, four people. Uh, the service was atrocious. Cute restaurant, though. And then I had to go back because I had multiple back-to-back -back calls today. So I'm, like, taking calls. And then, like, a fire breaks out in the building across from us. And I'm, like, in the middle of a meeting, and I start smelling smoke. I'm like, am I going to have to say, like, I have to cut this call short because of a fire? And I'm dealing with all of this stuff. And it's just really, really crazy because... I'm exhausted, and I, you hear me on and on, I mean, I'm tired, and then, um, we, what happens, and then I go, I get off the meetings, I have multiple back-to-back -back meetings, do some more work around 4.30ish, we go ahead and hop in the sauna, Natalie's a friend here, so we all hopped in the sauna, hopped in the jacuzzi, kind of sweated out, then came back up, had a little happy hour sesh, and then Natalie's mom came, didn't know where it was. We had to direct her in to get here from, she was actually in Tobacco as well. And just a little bit complicated. And then we went to a restaurant, which was good. I got some food. I thought, man, I'm about to, I'm about to pass out. I'm literally laying in bed and it is 9.54 and all I can think about is going to sleep. And then... Yeah, we ordered some drinks at the restaurant. It's great. You know, I tried Kui for the first time, which is guinea pig um, dumplings and a little soap. And it was delicious. It was interesting. More of an, ap an appetizer, in my opinion. And the bill came. And, you know, it's like got into a little bit of a, not an argument, but a conversation with my wife. And then walked back. Walking Nelly, and then giving the podcast. So in about six minutes, you know, I'm summing up my day. But it's been really exhausting, and I don't know why. It's like my dog feels the need to wake me up at 4 a.m., and I absolutely hate it. But that's another story. I did. It's like when you get tired, and you've had a couple drinks, you just have to be a little bit more mindful think sometimes how you communicate I'm not sure but then planning for tomorrow and tomorrow just sounds exhausting to me so it's just like a whole thing within itself but that is what it is man that's life you know it feels really really good to be here I'm grateful very grateful to be in this environment and live and be able to work and be successful it's truly amazing um Looking forward to the next thing, you know, what's happening now is Nelly, we want to take her to Europe, but we have to have this shot, so we have to go to Florida, to, or I'm sorry, a blood test, so we have to go to Florida, get the blood test, because if we did the blood test in Ecuador, it would take a month, so now we have to go there and take care of it, and 
It just seems like a lot to then go there and then go to Europe. In my opinion, it's just it's it's a little bit much. Because, you know, I've clearly been in the country for five months. I'm like, there's a part of me that's just really waiting to kind of get back, start a routine and get back into my old lifestyle. But, you know, I don't know what to say. You know, I think because I've been around so many times, for me, it's like everything just starts feeling and seeming the same. Like, you know, when you see the world, there's not that much. I mean, besides geographic things and cultural norms, I mean, people are the same. People, you know, live the same. You know, there's there's always going to be spheres of influence. Um, what else? I don't know if you know this, but a pig can go feral in two to one months. Feral, you know, which is really, really crazy. Because, like, if you take a pig, a cute little pig you eat, and it breaks out of the pen, what happens is that pig then turns into... Um, I put to say razorback, a hog, it grows tusks, its fur change, it starts rooting around in the earth, and it just goes from there. And it happens really, really quickly. It probably turns wild faster than any animal or any species. And it does it in a way that totally goes against any, um, any ability for it to, like, evolve, you know, because we've been domesticating pigs for how many ever years, but a, t- a pig on the, on the turn of a dime can just go back and being a normal, like, to be a wild pig. I mean, could you imagine if that happened with humans? If we, were like, went out in the wild for, like, freaking two weeks and we just, like, grew long hair and we turned into fucking cavemen. Like, could you imagine what that would be like? I mean, it's the same thing. That's the point I'm trying to make is, like, like if you, as a human, went and lived in a cave for two weeks and you just turned wild, I mean, what would that look like? That's why it's really interesting that the pig can do that. Also, I guess um, there's a news article out about how um, bees, bee poison, is able to potentially cure breast cancer. So research studies have been done stating that there's potential um, a potential ability for bees to cure breast cancer, which is crazy because we're talking about this today, but it's all, it feels like the bees are already taxed enough. I mean, why even... Why even do that to the bees, you know? But if it's there, it's there, you know. Um, what else do I got? This whole story with Iran is really crazy. You know, you're taking this woman who had loosely fitted clothes and her hijab wasn't on her head right in the... I don't even know what they're called. I'm just going to call them, like, the monitor police founder, beat her to death, killed her. Then a group of men came and beat them to death and then they shut down the internet and the reason why they shut down the internet is because they don't want to happen what happened in the year in the Arab Spring which is like a like a you know you don't want your people to mobilize because then the riot could, could turn into a serious issue but holy shit like how do you beat a woman to death for wearing clothes you know how how do we you know it's like you want to say you're in 2022 how are we living like this but I feel like it's just this is a normal thing. It's like time's going to go on and people are still going to be the same. You know, we could be firing rockets to Mars and living on Mars and certain countries are still going to hold those religious values as like part of the government policy, you know. It's unreal. What else I got? I listened to my first episode of Kill Tony 
And it's a very interesting podcast, I think, from a standpoint that it's a live podcast. It's been going on for nine years. I think I did the math, and it's around 500 podcasts he's done. But they're intense podcasts. I mean, you know, if you're not familiar with Kill Tony, I would suggest to go take a look at it because he calls comedians' names out of a hat. They have one minute, and then he'll have, like, a celebrity panel guest, and they'll just roast them. I did an episode before about a killer who was on the show, and um, it was just really interesting. But, you know, I just I wanted to follow up and watch it, and I was really, really impressed by it. What else do I have? Um, I think that's all I got. All right, y'all. Thank you all for listening, and this has been a Zachary Wingate podcast. We'll talk to you tomorrow.